welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. Now, we are live from Mexico today, very close to Tulum, and this is the perfect opportunity to talk about one of the most underrated topics ever, the difference between money blocks and receiving blocks, and how and why it is so significant for our business, for attracting clients, and for attracting opportunities. Now, this topic has a very special place in my heart because It was one of the aha moments that completely changed my business. Now, exactly one year ago, I hadn't had my first client yet, which when I think about it is insane. And one of the reasons why is that by working on money blocks, I was aiming at the wrong target. And that's a very common mistake simply because no one talks about the difference between money and receiving blocks. So we'll get into that Uh, super soon, what we'll be covering today is basically what are money blocks, uh, what are the the typical signs or symptoms, and what are receiving blocks, how are they so different than money blocks, how they affect us in business, and we'll also go to a deeper level of the things that could be preventing us or stopping us from attracting what we want or getting more clients in our business. Now, as I mentioned, exactly one year ago, I hadn't had my first client yet. I had a face-to-face business for seven months, I think, that didn't really go anywhere. And despite me not really having what I would consider as money blocks, what I wanted wasn't there. (laughs) How frustrating. And I'm pretty sure that many of us can relate to that. Uh, with pretty much any topic in our lives. And when I realized that my problem was not money, it was receiving, that's when the business completely changed. That's when I started attracting clients and feeling comfortable attracting clients. And that's when the business started to grow really, really fast. Now, what are money blocks? You've probably heard of money blocks before, and there are different definitions. There is no one fits it all, but basically it's any thought or belief, or emotion, negative emotion, negative thought or beliefs around money that are preventing us or that place limitations on our capacities or ability to attract more money. So typically, thoughts like money is for greedy people, or rich people are arrogant, or I can make money, but I can't keep it. Uh, Another example is I don't have money, so I can't afford X, Y, Z. Or if I make more money, I will lose my connection with God or with source. Or when you get more money, you get wicked. And all of basically the thoughts or some of the things that were, at least for a long time, kind of accepted by society with money that has any negative association with money. Because subconsciously, We will not want to do something or have more of something in our life if we feel that something bad is going to come with it, right? So when we have the belief that money is for greedy people, what we are also saying is that if I attract more money in my life, I will become greedy or people will perceive me as being greedy. Another example is 
rich people are arrogant or money doesn't grow on trees. Money doesn't grow on trees basically creates the belief that we have to work really hard to get money. And if we have to work hard, well, maybe we'll have money, but we won't have freedom or we'll be a slave to a business or we'll have all of this money, but no time to enjoy it. So all of those are typically limiting beliefs around money and the more we subscribe to them and the more energy and thought and attention we give them the less money we get because again our subconscious mind hates anything that has a negative association or anything that deep down whether we realize it or not we feel that okay if i have more money people will like me less, or I might get rejected, or I'm not going to have any time to enjoy life, or I might get it and then lose it all. And that will be so painful that I would rather not have it in the first place. So that is pretty typical of money blocks, right? Or only other people can make money, or I was born in a poor family, so I can't make money. Kind of the, all of the limiting beliefs around money. Now, something I hear very, very very often, and that used to be my case, is I didn't have money blocks. I actually liked money. I've always liked money because for me, money was safety. When you have money, you can pay your bills, you have extra money to do things you love, gift nice things to people you love, and there are no problems. And for all of you who've grown up in an environment where maybe your parents had a lot of fights around money, or where money was a scarce resource, where your parents worried about how they were going to put food on the table or pay the bills, or if there were a lot of conflicts around money, you can relate to the fact that money is not a bad thing. Money can be a very, very good thing, and we want more of it because in our mind, and that's another topic, it's another discussion or debate, but in our mind, that money is going to provide safety, and if we have that baseline of safety, we will be more happy. Now, that doesn't say that money makes you happy or that happiness comes from money, not at all, but we all need to have our basic needs covered and not being in constant fight or flight about wondering where the money is going to come from. However, many people say, well, I don't have any limiting beliefs. I don't think that money is bad. I don't think that if I have it all, I'll lose it all. Or I don't think that when I have more money, I'll become a mean person. They're actually very neutral. I have very positive feelings towards money. However, money is still not in their bank account. And that used to be my case one year ago, not so long ago. And I did some hypnosis sessions. I asked friends who also do hypnosis to give me hypnosis sessions on money. And some stuff came up, but nothing that really, really resonated that much. And money was still not there. So I was like, there must be something else that is causing me not to attract what I want in my life right now, because I've done the work. I have cleared limiting beliefs around it, yet it's still not working. And that's when I had the biggest aha moment in this past year, at least, is that I didn't have a money block. I had a receiving block. So thinking about receiving made me cringe. It's made me feel awkward. I had always been very used to giving, right? Giving love, giving support, giving affection. Uh, if a friend needed help, voice messaging them or calling them until late at night until they felt better or supporting people around me, taking care of my family's emotional well-being, the list goes on. 
And in my mind, I was a giver, not a receiver. And when I did a hypnosis session on receiving, that is when I had the biggest aha moment in my life because I went back to scenes and I went back to memories that had caused this awkwardness and these uneasy feelings about receiving. And in my mind, for whatever reason, because that was not true in real life, but in my mind, I felt that if I received and if I asked, for example, if I asked stuff from friends, that they would all go away, or that I would feel, feel that I'm a burden and that I would basically get massively rejected. And that was such a powerful moment. It made me cry because the fear was really raw at that moment. For some reason, my system, my subconscious, my energetic system had recorded the message somewhere in the corner of my mind that if I receive rather than give, or if I allow myself to receive affection, or if I allow myself even to receive a drive, right? Because I have many friends who have a car and they would say, oh, well, if we're going to that restaurant, I can drop by your place and pick you up. And the knee-jerk reaction or the first thought that came to my mind is, oh my God, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want them to think that to, to come and pick me up is annoying. I don't want them to associate me with anything that is annoying because then they might not be my friend anymore. It's a very basic way of thinking, but our subconscious mind can have very basic thoughts, especially if they were developed at a younger age, right? So for whatever reason, it doesn't really matter. I had this very strong message in my mind that if I received, I would lose all of my friends and I would lose the people I care the most about around me. So in my mind, my subconscious created this huge kind of repelling energy where I didn't allow myself to receive because receiving was dangerous. Receiving was losing people I loved. And typically, if we dive into receiving blocks, these are some of the typical signs that might indicate that you have one. So it feels very uncomfortable to receive, not necessarily gifts, but even receiving support from close family or friends, receiving love, receiving emotional care, or someone asking, oh, like, I can do the dishes for you. I can take care of that task. And we're like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll do it. That is a receiving block, right? Or the ability to give very easily, but not receive in return or not receive in equal amounts. And sometimes feeling that if we do, we will bother people or it will be an inconvenience for them. It can also be feeling that we are burdening people when we ask for something. So even if we do have the courage to ask for something because there's way too much that we have to do that we can deal with uh, within a day or a week or whatever, just the thought of asking for help, we have that fear that they are going to think that we are a burden or that we are disturbing them or that we are asking more than we should be asking. Or another thing that could be causing receiving blocks is in the past, when we received, we lost our power. That is something pretty frequent I've observed uh, in my clients where let's just say that 
their parents gave them something and it wasn't malicious, right? Their parents weren't trying to do anything mean. Maybe it was their education. Maybe they were just unaware. That's not the point. But let's just say that they received a gift for whatever occasion. And a few hours later, or maybe a few days later, they, the parents said something like, well, two days ago or one week ago, we gave you X, like a nice toy or whatever. So now be nice and clean your room. Even something as simple as that can give us the message in our mind that when we receive, other people can expect a specific behavior from us or that other people have some sort of power because because we said yes or because we accepted their gift or to receive something from them, now they basically are two steps ahead or they have this, this power or leverage on us to greater extents or to extents that are more toxic. It can also be a very toxic dynamic, either in a relationship with a spouse or partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, or with family, family members or friends where people who are a bit manipulative will give us a lot, whether that's gifts, love, attention, and then withdraw everything. We then expect a certain behavior from us. We expect us to be nice or to, to do this or do that. Again, that is our mind associating receiving with complete loss of power or complete loss of freedom or feeling that we are cornered or that we are small or that our boundaries are not respected. And of course, our mind doesn't want that. Whether we are conscious or not, our subconscious mind is going to remember one piece of information. And that is, when I receive, I lose my power. Or when I receive, I have to do things that I actually don't want to be doing. Or when I receive or accept support, gifts, loves, or whatever from someone that someone has more power over me or that someone can expect or demand things from me that I don't necessarily want to give, right? And that can create a very, very power, powerful receiving blocks. And another factor is being afraid, especially if you're a business owner or you want to have a business or have a business, being afraid that clients won't get results. So this is a bit more of an indirect mechanism, but Basically, in our mind, we think, well, what if client pays me amount X and then they don't get results? And now I've accepted to receive that amount, but with the amount I received, I also kind of accepted the burden of responsibility of them getting results. And even though it's absolutely not our responsibility to give clients results because there is only that much we can do, in our mind, if we have the belief that we are responsible for a client's results, what we are saying is, well, if I accept payment from them, especially usually the higher the, the investment is for, for a program, the higher the fear is, right? But in our mind, we kind of think even without realizing it, well, what if they pay me, I don't know, 1,000, 3,000, 10,000, the amount doesn't matter. And then they don't get what they want. Like that situation is kind of so awful. But we have this horror movie playing in our mind where they will be mad and ask for a refund and tell everyone on social media that we suck, that our mind is like, we aren't even going to go there. We are not going to take that risk. And subconsciously, again, it's very rare that this is a conscious mechanism where energy is going to repel people away because we are afraid 
that it's going to affect our business or we are afraid that they're going to pay that money and then not get results. And when we say something as simple as, oh my God, what if my clients don't get results? We are also saying, I don't want clients because I don't want to be in a situation where I will have to deal with that. Those are really subtle things that can make a huge difference. So those are typical receiving blocks. Those are typical things that basically our system says, I don't want to be in a situation where if I receive something uncomfortable or undesirable is going to happen. That, in a nutshell, is a receiving block and it can come from many, many different sources. And we only talked about a few examples right now in this podcast. At a deeper level, as we said, what if my clients don't get results is probably one of the most frequent receiving blocks I've seen in myself, in my audience, in my clients, but they are others. And this takes some level of awareness. So we might think like, oh no, this is not my case at all. I don't think this is going to affect me. But typically, another thing I've seen in a lot of clients is that they know that when the business grows and when their income grows, they might make more than their spouse or their sister or their father or their best friend. And that might change an established dynamic or kind of might change the energy in the system, whatever that system might be. And subconsciously, they also know that, well, what happens when I do more than my spouse, who's been really proud of making more than me, right? What is going to happen if I make more than my mean or toxic sister, that is probably going to lose it if my business generates more income than hers. Those are very often things that linger below the surface and then that create either massive sabotage or a complete meltdown when we are about to get there. But the earlier we can catch them and the better it is, because again, what we are saying is, I don't want to be at a level of income where one of these things might happen. So what we're really saying is that, I don't want money, or I don't want clients, or I don't want more clients than X that will bring my income above whoever we might pass in that income bracket. So I hope that made sense. I've seen it enough times that it's worth mentioning where, especially women, not always, when their business started to grow, they knew that their income was getting really close to their husband's income. And because their husbands had their own limiting beliefs, they were really proud of making more than their wives. And if they made less suddenly, well, maybe they would have been very affected or the marriage would have been affected. One of the other things, probably the second biggest thing I see is, well, what if I make money, I have more clients, but then I have no time to enjoy life. And that comes back to the money is hard work, or I can't be successful if I don't sacrifice and everything else. So there is this misconception that if I want a successful business, if I want more clients, if I want a fully booked practice, then it's an either or situation. I can't have the fully booked practice and freedom. So even if we don't think we believe that, that is a very, very, very powerful social belief that success comes with hard work. And so many people, especially 
if you're a bit spiritual, many people just don't want to sacrifice their life for their business. Many people left their nine to five because they wanted the freedom of doing what they wanted. And subconsciously, if we feel that success comes with hard work, or if we make more money or have more clients, it will mean that we'll be working 12 or 15 hours a day. Again, subconsciously, we're saying, I don't want to receive that. I don't want that. I don't want that money. I don't want that level of success because it means that I will be a slave to my business. And again, energetically, that is the exact same thing as saying, I don't want that. So the best thing that you can do is bring awareness. And one of the exercises I tell my clients to do, and everyone who think they might have some sort of funky energy or limiting beliefs around receiving, is to close their eyes and imagine that they already have everything they want, they have as many clients as they want or the level of income they want. And apart from all of the great things that would come with that, if there's anything, even the slightest thing that comes up that is negative, is it, well, what if I make more than my partner and he gets jealous? Or what if I'm so successful, but I end up alone because no one else can relate to me, where my friends might not want to be my friends anymore? Or what if I have that much success or that many clients, but then I'm responsible for them or they're super high maintenance and I'll spend all day long tending to their needs. So just do that exercise where you close your eyes, kind of tune into that version of you who already has what he or she wants and see if anything negative or any type of disruptive energy or limiting beliefs are popping up or if there's any tension in any part of your body about having that thing you want, but maybe part of it, at least in your mind, would be associated with something negative. Because I've said this before, our subconscious mind will always try to do anything it can to avoid a negative situation. So I hope that this podcast episode was helpful. To summarize what we've talked about today, the difference between money and receiving blocks, in my opinion, the most underrated topic ever, because money blocks are typically defined as any limiting beliefs or negative thoughts around money. So money doesn't grow on trees. It's difficult to make money. Uh, money makes people arrogant or greedy, etc. Whereas receiving blocks, you can have absolutely no money blocks at all. You can love money. You can want money, but have receiving blocks in the sense of it feels uncomfortable to receive or you have been in a position in your life where you've been used to giving or to caring about other people or to support other people's emotional well-being, right? Or to be that person who's always there for other people. But when it comes to receiving or asking for help, it becomes really awkward, it becomes cringy, or it becomes uncomfortable. A receiving block can also be created if any time you received in the past, something bad happened. You lost your power. Maybe your parents got divorced when they had more money, or maybe you received, but then your parents were at work all of the time. So you received gifts, but they weren't there, which was lonely and miserable. Or any negative situation, any negative thing that was associated with receiving has the potential to cause a receiving block. And on a deeper level, when we are afraid, for example, that Clients won't get results or that, what if I lose all of my friends if I make more money? 
or what if I have the money, but I can't enjoy life anymore. All of those are things that are basically saying, well, I want money, but I actually don't want money because when I do have it, something bad is going to happen. And that doesn't have to be the case. We'll talk about it more in other podcast episodes. You can have it all, but your subconscious mind has to be on board and your subconscious mind has to realize that it is safe to receive, it is safe to have, and that you will be safe even when you're expanding and your business is expanding. Now, talking about expanding, the mastermind is now officially open for enrollment. Now, the mastermind is probably one of my favorite, favorite containers because it's an amazing six-month program for 12 women only that combines the best of the four worlds to build and grow and scale a business. So it has manifestation so you can attract clients and opportunities to us without working more. It's all about those crystal clear strategies, how to write copy, how to communicate so you can scale your business, so you can do attraction marketing and never, ever send a cold DM to anyone. We don't do that in the imposter syndrome Terminator family. Attraction marketing is all about attracting clients to you by delivering massive free value. It's also the secrets behind five-figure launches. I had my very first launch in September, launch a program. It made well over five figures and I had a tiny list. I didn't want ads. It was completely organic. The Facebook group was small. The email list was small, yet 51 people enrolled in that program. Launching is not rocket science, but it has a very specific strategy behind it and a very specific mindset behind it. And last but not least, my favorite topic ever, advanced mindset and advanced techniques to find, because that's the most important, find and become aware of limiting beliefs or subconscious blocks that are hiding somewhere in our mind and remove them so we can shift our energy to receive more, attract more, and grow the business without sabotage, without fears, without having a mini breakdown every six weeks. So the mastermind uh, is now open. We will start in June, six months for 12 women only who are already attracting clients. So this is for you. If you already have clients, you're clear on your niche, but now you are ready to scale to a whole new level, manifest more, work less, make more income, and have both laser-sharp strategies behind creating a course, launching a program, passive income funnels, email marketing, lead generation, but most importantly, master the mindset game. Let go of blocks that you don't even know you have so you can attract more clients by doing less and feel completely aligned that every day when you show up for your business, you are happy now. And because you are embodying that next version of yourself, who already has everything she wants, you are attracting it to you so, so much faster. And you cannot imagine, because my mind is blown every time I see one of these examples, how many clients of mine have doubled or tripled their income by changing nothing to their strategy, but shifting their energy, letting go of limiting beliefs, and allowing themselves to attract more. 
you'll get full access to my super advanced mindset program when you join the mastermind, as well as my client attracting marketing program. Uh, You can get all of the details in the show notes or go to www.inespadar.ch slash business accelerator mastermind. And you'll find the link in the show notes. So that was it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.